If you thought you'd never hear this intro again, this podcast ain't for you. If you thought this toxic relationship was over, you're wrong. <laughs> this podcast ain't for you. And if you still think that word for an internet joke is pronounced Mimi, idiot, this, this podcast, podcast ain't, ain't for you. you. Welcome back. Another Hey Big Head, because it's you mad it's a meme, the podcast that discuss the things you thought you gave a fuck about this week. And it is Chuck. And Jordan. And we are back. This time for real. It's been five months. And I understand. I understand things happen. We went to war. That's what happened. We was in Kuwait, Iraq. No, we was in Ukraine. That's what was going on. I told you. <laughs> you be taking that shit too far. Uh, Ukraine ain't as bad as... I could have said Russia. Either way. I could have said Russia. That's something to be joked about. Okay. Well, we we had to go. Um, and now we're back. And we're here to discuss things that are irrelevant and make them funny. This is what we do. How have you been, Jordan? Well, first and foremost, not in the best of health at the moment. Picked a great week to, to start back. But we I have been working my ass off. Mm-hmm. So... Most of this is just pure exhaustion, and my body can't function. Yeah, you got the COVID-22, is what they're saying. I tested negative. Um, In those five months, have I been places outside of the panhandle? I don't think so. Maybe. Have you? Oh, I went to to Singapore. Yeah. That's how long it's been since we freaking recorded. You went to whole Singapore. I did. That was interesting. Singapore. You you went with some young uh, (laughs) ladies. <laughs> and the dude. Oh yeah, and a and a young guy. <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah, man. I word around town. You told me a story how you almost dookied on yourself. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> that's and you what, know that's I, not what I said. I remember she almost shitted on herself. No, so. I did get food poisoning the last day, but I was throwing up every five seconds. Bless your heart. That's never happened to me before. And it was very weird, and I was in the middle of Chinatown when it started. So bless your heart. It was an interesting time. <laughs> Yeah. And they're still taking COVID very seriously in Asia. Mm. And they were not happy. I was like, I promise it was bad oysters. Whatever it was. You, you're here now. That's I'm, all that matters. I'm here now. You, you got a story to tell. Hold it on by a thread. Well, how you been? Oh, man. Uh, last time we recorded, I was I was employed. Hmm? Remember, I used to not ask, but I asked. You, I, we need to put a round of applause <laughs> on the podcast because typically you don't. Um, thank you for asking, Jordan. Um, last time we recorded, I was working. I quit my job, y'all. <laughs> I, I got a frustrated. Lot yeah, a lot has changed. <laughs> I quit my job. I said, fuck it. I'm out here in these streets. Wife was like, you know what? We're going to figure it out. You don't have to be in torture. So I am trying uh, my look at entrepreneurial endeavors. And if that shit don't work, I'm gonna have to work for the white man again. But right now, I'm I'm out here. You, news will be coming soon about uh, my plans and what I want to do. Um, and I've just been, you know, kicking with the kid. And this little terrorist is out here saying full sentences now, mm-hmm. which is like mind boggling. I remember when she was just like a little a little thing that I just had to make sure they didn't roll over on their face. And now she's telling me what to do. Big facts. Earlier, she was like, take a shower, daddy. It's time for me to take a bath, daddy. It's time. Like, she, it's full sentences. It fucks me up every time she tells me something. So, 
That's what I've been doing. She finally stopped calling me the wrong friend's name. She yes. now knows who I am. Yes. Uh, she was, <laughs> Even though I still think she was doing that on purpose, I think she knew what she was doing. Because she, she is a little a-hole. She <laughs> was uh, calling you by my godmother's name just because just just the shits could, and giggles. Just because she knew I was going to get mad. Yeah, but the people who call daily you, Texa, she'll say like TT Jordan and TT Tex because <laughs> I talk to y'all every other day or every day. So she understands now. And now if she calls you out of your name, it's just because she wants to be an asshole. Mm. So that's my kid. One day I'm going to bring her on and let her tell y'all her side of the story. All y'all going to hear is juice. So I might just do an episode with her one day and just throw it on the 10-minute Charlie conversation. I think that'll be funny. Anywho, it's been I – don't, I don't think we have enough time to recap the last five months. I think we're going to use that for a separate episode at another time. Because there are things that we have to discuss. I.e. Tori Megan. <laughs> I, I can spend, we're back. Yeah, I can spend 20 toxic minutes <laughs> on this Tori Megan situation. Uh, Kanye and BTS. Jordan has three hours of material prepared for BTS. And I have to defend Kanye as if I am Johnny Cochran. So we're going we're gonna to save the, the heavy hitters, the things that we can talk ad nauseum for a later episode. Right now, I want to talk about Keith Lee. I want to start it off. Okay. Do you know anything about Mr. Keith Lee? No, because he's a TikTok. Yes. And the only reason I know this is because it's in my notes. Yes. He's I, a TikTok. I gave her a hint. And I still, in those five months, have not downloaded TikTok. We're going to get her one day. Um, but let's, I want to discuss Mr. Keith and how he has revolutionized the way, uh, like being a, like, not socialite, like a, a content creator. He has like changed the way that is being done. And he's just in Las Vegas. So this dude, I followed him maybe six months ago, whatever. Uh, he does food reviews, but. Okay. He does it. It's not like he does it like in a big glamorous setup or anything. He's sitting in his daughter's like three row chair and he's on like a little seat and he's talking like matter of factly, but it's funny the way he's talking. So his tone, his cadence is on point. So he starts reviewing these places and then all of a sudden, like once when he gets a following, I think he has like three million followers right now. He starts going to like Las Vegas, like local spots. And now that he has so many followers, he's blowing their shit up instantly. <laughs> so he went to one uh, Italian spot. He like gets the food and he tells like how much it was. Like, hello, my name is Keith, <laughs> and today I went to Big Bubba's Chocolate Factory and I spent one hundred and twenty eight dollars on five items. These items were good, and you know, do like a little pause and to be on his face. Like, I spent one hundred twenty eight dollars with this shit. Da 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 da. The customer service was good. I rated a six. All right, it's time to eat the wings. And, you know, like, eat the wings or whatever, whatever. So he does this with this uh, Italian mom and pop spot. And he was like, this is some of the best pizza I've ever had. Some of the best wings I've ever had. Some of the da-da-da-da-da. And the, when he goes in these places, they don't know he's Keith Lee. They don't know he's, like, this TikTok reviewer. So he's going in blind. Place blows up. Now it's, like, lines around the door where at first he was struggling. was going to, like, close down. So uh, this man gets so big that Mr. Beast slides in his dms it was like i want to do a few review and so keith instead of just like being like happy go lucky because this mr fucking beast is well context who's mr beast 
Mr. Beast. If you don't know. If you don't know who Mr. Beast is, he is the biggest. This podcast ain't for you. Yeah, this podcast ain't for you. <laughs> he is the biggest YouTube sensation. He has hundreds of millions of followers. He gives away hundreds of thousand dollars on all his videos. Yeah, he's a, I think he's officially making like the most money via YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. If he's not, he's top three. Because I was telling somebody I like to just check and see how much he's doing. I know in the U.S. he's like top two. And mm-hmm. in the world, I think India kind of brings in the most people because they have the most population. But, so Mr. Beast is an icon on YouTube. Everybody wants to follow his model. I want to follow his model because this man doesn't miss. Uh, so, Mr. Beast slides in Keith's DMs. And Keith was like, okay, if you want to make this video, I have three requests. You only have to meet one of them. Come down and we do the review together. You put my sister or my mom in a video. Or uh, I forgot what the third option was. So Mr. Beast responded. was like, I'll do the video with you. So like the video is supposed to be done by the end of the month. But you can only imagine Mr. Beast plus Keith. The place is going to turn into a fucking train wreck of a, a not train wreck, a, a masterpiece of Money. There's a fine line. <laughs> yeah. But wherever the place is, everybody's going to want to go there. And Mr. Beast is going to give them 150000 200000 just whatever, just because he gets to write it off. That's the Mr. Beast model. Uh, so I just find it interesting that this man took simple food reviews in Las Vegas and now is the TikTok doll. What people are like mimicking his uh, review style and trying to like comment like actually doing like this is my Keith Lee impression and it's like actually reviewing food and shit I just think that's amazing and I wanted to give him a shout out because everybody is on there giving him his props giving him his flowers for how he's doing this and it's all organic I'm not gonna lie you've described him now to me three times and I it doesn't sound interesting at all you gotta watch the shit fam I'm telling you I, I don't even comment on people's shit I just, I'm a watcher. I'm not a commenter. I be commenting. Lurking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't read comments or nothing, typically, unless I'm, like, confused. But I be commenting, like, Keith, you got this shit. You gonna blow up, cuz. And now he blowing up. Um, objections. Mm-hmm. Um, now that he is blowing up so much, obviously his DMs are probably blowing up from restaurants trying to get him to come to them. Mm-hmm. Do you think he loses his objectivity and his unbiasedness if they're like paying him to come review them well how he explains it because he was trying to explain it with the mr b situation he's trying to find a random restaurant mom and pop now he was like i'd never want endorsement or like review money from these mom and pops the objective is to come in get my food leave out review it uh, objectively instead of being paid for it but he was like i will take endorsements from like he's he got in a beef with Cinnabon about some shit. He, and Keith had a point. Cinnabon kind of hold him. Uh, he has an endorsement with Chipotle or something like that. Because, I thought you were going to explain how Cinnabon hold oh, him before you moved so, on. Okay. Cinnabon decided. <laughs> skipped over the T? So, <laughs> so uh, apparently there is like this Cinnabon and cookie infusion that Keith like fucks with heavy. So he was like, I'm going to review this, da-da-da-da. He goes up there, he buys it with his own money, and then he rates it, he gives it a 9.8, whatever. So Cinnabon reaches out to him and was like, we love the uh, publicity you just gave us. Here's some more, like, a gift card to get more. But they sent him regular Cinnabons. He was like, I didn't want the Cinnabons. I told y'all I don't <laughs> like the Cinnabons. I like the Cinnabons with cookies. 
So then he was like, I feel like the the amount of exposure I gave y'all for this one particular <laughs> item, I should get some kind of like kickback. And they wouldn't give him any because of the analytics of his only TikTok account. So they fucked him and they reaped all the benefits and couldn't even give him the right thing he wanted <laughs> as like a gift for the exposure. Did he do a TikTok explaining that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything he does is like pure. It's not like he... Like he breaks the, he gives you like behind the veil, breaks the fourth wall. He's not sitting here just. So what bushing. does he do for a living? He was a UFC boxer. All right, he Pellet, one of the what? octagon, bro. <laughs> so he is him and his brother. His brother's a professional fighter, and Keith was trying to like fight as well. That worked out, but didn't work out. Apparently, gave like this whole sad sob story or like his origin story. Whatever. On TikTok? On TikTok. How he does this in three minutes. <laughs> three minute stories, man. Okay. Um, so he was like, he did all that. He was fighting, wasn't working out. This is before he like married his wife and he told his wife, like, we're gonna make it, we're gonna like get past this, whatever, whatever. He starts doing few food reviews and it blows up. So he was like in a mix of like trying to figure out his fighting career and then start doing TikTok. TikTok pays you for views. Like yes. streams. Yes. It's not a lot of money, but yeah, you get money. You get coins from it. Money to survive? Ish. Ish. There's other TikTokers, because once you start, like, becoming real big, they'll, like, throttle your views and, like, try to get you from making, like, the ultimate I'm just trying to figure out, if he's not going to take endorsements and you only get so much money from views. But he he said he'll take endorsement money from major, like, TikTok, I know, gave him bad because the whole... Quesadilla thing. Have you seen that? No. Okay. <laughs> There's a hack that you can put steak and fajita veggies in a quesadilla with uh, sour cream and their vinaigrette, and it's the best thing you can ever eat. <laughs> people have been talking about this all over the place. Keith was one of the you people. You talking about Chipotle? Were... Yes, Chipotle. You didn't say that. Also, yeah. you can only get the quesadilla if you order online. They they changing it because oh. this is how big they done <laughs> fucked around and made it. <laughs> Because people were going in trying to get it, and they say, no, you got to go online. Da, 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 da. So now it's going to be in the stores, but that's not happening until like mid-February. <laughs> but Keith is telling everybody this because he's the one that was responsible for all of it. The last time I looked at Chipotle's social medias was when Jungkook called it Chipotle, and they changed their name to Chipotle for like a month. <laughs> and they made their banner purple. I'm just waiting for Chipotle to make breakfast. Because I know that shit going to be smacking. Ooh. Whenever they decide. But have you ever like gone by Chipotle? You know, it's always one right next to a Starbucks. So I've seen them all the time. Chipotle be prepping early. They mm. be in there at like 9. No, they, no, because I be picking my shit up. At, they be in there at like 6.37 mm. prepping food. So if they had to prep for breakfast, they got to start like midnight. Yeah, it'll be a 24-hour joint then. Change the whole model up. Let Keith do it. Chipotle said we making enough money. We ain't got time for You're that. Right. You're right. And if you don't know... McDonald's owns Chipotle. Just I random fact. Don't think I knew that. You didn't? <laughs> no. Yeah, McDonald's owns Chipotle. Jesus. Yeah. They're like the Disney of food. They really are. <laughs> they really are. Um, wait, I have another question. Mm-hmm. What was the question? Okay, so he literally has the the power now to destroy somebody if he wants to. In Vegas, he does. Now, he's given, like, bad reviews. And what he likes to say when he does it is, like, this is my opinion. These are it's how my, my opinion. <laughs> these, <laughs> these are how my taste buds work. <laughs> so, he's, like, going to mom and pops and be like, 
I don't like this pizza. I don't like these wings. This shit goes. The pizza and the wings is really what you just gravitate towards, huh? Well, these are just the videos he's put out in the last week that have been on my TikTok timeline. But he he eats other things sometimes. <laughs> like, the other day he ate a burger and he was like, this burger didn't taste like nothing. But then he paused the frame and was like, now don't get me wrong, this burger tastes like a burger. I'm going to eat the burger, but it didn't taste like anything special. I give it a three. And then it'll be like, one is the worst thing I've had, and ten is the best thing I've ever had. It was a three. And it'll just like keep going. This is the way he talks. I will show you videos. And I will plug that shit in because Keith Lee for president. Okay. Relax. Mm-hmm. Does Keith Lee have merch yet? No. I, I feel like some. Keith Lee should have merch. He, he better be working on that bag. <laughs> At least like him, the chair, whatever. And then he'll do stuff like <laughs> he'll like finish the review. The chair. And then he'll like stand up. And you know up. probably owns the rights to the final whoever's making the chair Disney yeah I think it is like a frozen chair or some <laughs> shit. Uh, he stands up and he'll be talking as he walks out of frame so it's just funny to be like man that shit was busting I don't give a fuck what nobody saying and he'll be like yeah I'm gonna eat that shit right, right when I eat this and he'll be like out the frame it's real organic I fucks with it how are you moving the table you shaking the table I'm so excited about Keith <laughs> That's my man crush Monday. <laughs> you remember them shits? I'm posting Keith as my man crush Monday. Hashtag. Yes. Um, speaking of TikTok, so I never actually saw this because I refused to watch it, but I knew that it was happening because I like to stay on top of social commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, the TikTok trend of telling your parents that their favorite celebrity died and then filming their reaction mm-hmm. is the most bogus shit I've ever seen in my life. Bogus? And stupid. Okay. And ridiculous. Okay. And I hate it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I I agree with you to an extent. What's the extent? Can you do it to your friends? No. Okay. Let me expand. Okay. That's a dumb trend. Don't okay. do it to nobody. Don't okay. talk about nobody like that. Explain the trend for those who don't know. So they go up to somebody and tell them, especially in this last week, you know, bad tragedies happened in threes. We had three different people die super fast. Um, it was first like Twitch and then like it was a bunch of random people, just like celebrities that had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I'm blanking on because Twitch was not part of the three, but that tragedy happened. The journalist, uh, what's the name? Oh, Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. I was going to say Diane Salters. Uh, Uh, Yeah. um, Yeah, it was like somebody back to back to back. Anyway, um, and so while that was happening, it was like crazy headlines kept coming out that someone had died. And, you know, they always put the age into the title. So they were going up to people and telling them their favorite celebrity had passed, like, unexpectedly. Like, uh, Adele dead at at 31. So they would make it, like, super believable because they would, like, have the edge in there. And they would, or they would tell them, like, it just popped up. And yes, Lisa Marie Presley passed I would show up and say, ironically. <laughs> Lisa Marie Presley passed today from a cardiac arrest. Mm. Uh, Mike Leach died. Yeah, Mike Leach. Mike Leach. Out of nowhere, except for we all know how his health was, but still, he just seemed like one of those people that just wasn't gonna die yeah, ever. he should live forever. Um, so stuff like that. But then they would do it with people that weren't dead or sick or anything just for a reaction. And it just seems so desensitized. Like, not even... It just was gross. Everything about it was gross. And it's one of those things where it just makes you want to, like, take a step back and be like, how fucking removed from humanity are we that this is a joke? 
Mm. Not to be like super serious and like take the internet too seriously. But why is that funny to you? And then it all culminated with an actual celebrity son doing the trend. Um, you didn't see this? Oh, uh, damn it. I thought you had seen it. So I should have had it pulled up. No, nah, that one. I seen that video one time and I was like, yeah, this shit ain't cool. So I kept it pushing. But to uh, piggyback what you were saying, I think it's because we look at celebrities as the figures and not the people. So I don't think you would do that if that was like your grandma. I don't think you're walking up to your mom and saying, oh, grandma just passed. But I think since, let's say, Diddy is Diddy and not Sean Combs, you could pull that off because you don't see the mogul as a person. Yeah, and this the way that we are now, it it <laughs> stressful. It was Angela Bassett's son, but all I could mm. think was Tina Turner, and I was like, that's not correct, oh. but it is correct. It is, no, <laughs> but it's, it's correct. not. Uh, but yeah, it was Angela Bassett's son. He did it on his TikTok to Angela Bassett. Those are her fucking friends. I don't mm. know. I don't know which celebrity he did it with, but like, I don't know. It's just. Tacky and gross. Did you see she won a Golden Globe? I did. Yes. Yes, Queen. We're coming back to that. We'll come back around. Okay. But yeah, I. it's like the same thing with the, the, the what was, not to sound like a grandma, but the, like to catch a lick challenge or. <laughs> I would like to catch a lick, Jordan. <laughs> not ca- <laughs> That's not what it was called. It was like. <laughs> I don't know what it was called, but it was where they would just fuck shit up at their school. Mm-hmm. Like they would just steal the the hand soap, like not the hand soap. They would steal like the whole dispenser. Like they would fuck the wall up and like steal the dispenser type shit. But why? Not that kids haven't vandalized for years, but like for clout. <laughs> like um, the kids that would vandalize would never have done it on TikTok. That's not what they do it for. <laughs> Back in the day. They did it for the thrill, not the clout. But just imagine if we had this full internet. You never, ever, 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 ever would have caught me doing either one of those things. I think if you were a zillennial, you would you would hop on one of these trends. Not those two. This, this I didn't even do senior skip day. So you know I'm not fucking shit up this, at a school or your personal property. School. Or personal property in general. Like that shit scared the fuck out of me. Uh, okay. Um, and then no, I never fuck with death. I never in my life have I ever used a grandparent that to a grandparent dying who's not actually dead or who is already dead because I'm too superstitious that that's gonna bring some bad shit back to me. Oh, you're saying like that excuse? Yeah, like yeah, using yeah, yeah, the yeah. excuse. So like I've never played with death when it comes to that. That's not a that's not a thing that I think is to be played with or like to be respected. And like I'm not like super super spiritual like. Ghosts are ghosts. Fine. Whatever. Like, come around if you feel like it. I don't... <laughs> it is. But, um... I don't know. I definitely think that there's, like, you know, energies, universal things happening. And uh, there's a lot of shit I can play with and make fun of. That's that's one of, like, ten that I'm like, nah, I'm good. Mm. There's a lot of other things I can make myself laugh with. That's fair. Than to do that. That's fair. I have definitely used the excuse of uh, uh, aunt. I don't play about grandparents, but aunties, <laughs> uncles. Damn! They could get it. I ain't got no uncles. I ain't got no uncles. Hmm. So, you know, adios. I just use, you know, like my, man, my dad's brother just passed. My dad ain't got no brother. So, I'm just talking 
nothingness. And ain't none of your aunts ever going to get married because you put that juju out there. Well, all my aunt-in-laws are married. Now, my maternal aunt. Anyway. I don't think, I don't think, and uh, cut it out. Moving on. Um, yeah. Not not to be played with. And I don't... The idea of them being things and not people has always stressed me out. Mm-hmm. Like, losing the sight of, yes, like, they're in front of everyone and they're to be, I don't know, entertained. Like, we're entertained with, like, their lives and stuff. I still think there's, like, a point where it's, like, too much. And if you can't even at least recognize where that point is... What does it say about you and what you got going on? And what are we teaching these kids? But there there are people who are things and not people. Like who? Beyonce is a figure. Beyonce has why, preceded her Why name. does she have to be one or the other? Why is it mutually, mutually exclusive? Why can she not be a human and a thing at the same time? Because she absolutely fam- is. She's a She's brand, a mother. She's a, but she's yes. also a human. And she has a human life. I'm not saying I agree, but I'm just saying there are people that precede their name. Everything they do is just larger than what they do. The Yonsei's, the Kim, Kim Kardashian's one, Kanye, Rihanna. That's still weird to just act like they're not humans. They're humans, but their brand is one. I think once you become global, I think it's hard to be like, I want to take a step back. Everybody knows who you are. They shouldn't are. have to take a step back. They should. Why did? Why do they need to demand respect for existing? It's not demanding respect. Is that we exactly. respect you they, so much? We should already be respecting them. We respect you so much. You are synonymous with, like, when you make mistakes. For example, Dana White, when when he made that mistake, uh. He is bigger than just Dana White getting in an argument with his wife. That is UFC. That is everything else that he's associated with. All right. Since you want to bring that up, let's talk about this. Dana White was caught on camera slapping his wife on New Year's Eve. Now, let's talk about that. A, fucked up, period. B, we didn't give him enough shit for it. We should be continue giving him more shit. C, you see a random man who has no celebrity to his name. You don't know that he does UFC, but he's that size slapping a woman. Everybody's going to have an opinion about that. Can we also bring up the fact that she slapped him too? Maybe, but like, you know that like your arm is the size of her body. But we can't. Now, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. but we And I do not like the fact that he skated away with this. But there was... And also, that's not the first time that's happened. Probably not. They probably be boxing all the fucking time. They both into combat sports. I'm what they do is what they do. When you catch it on camera, that's when shit hits the fan. Especially because he's taken a stance with domestic violence before. Like he's taken a hard stance. It was like this is something you can never come back for. They just was quoting him earlier today, or he did an interview earlier today. And I just find it interesting. The more money you have the less real life ramifications matter he is a figure he sat on that stage and said what are y'all gonna do what are you gonna take me away from ufc i told y'all a long time ago i don't need ufc i've been done with this shit i'm just here for my fighters what are y'all gonna do do da 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 i i don't need this anymore 
So we're just sitting there saying, like, I just have to sit with this. This is just my reality now. People may just quit fucking with me because of this video. And that's fine. And then the last quote was, there are some things you just can never uh, come back from. And this is it. Like, domestic violence. But he is so large, it did not touch him. So by that token, they can literally do whatever the fuck they feel like. And there's no ramifications. Just go out and kill motherfuckers. Who gives a shit? Boom. I think Elon can get away with murder. Yeah, I think so. OJ Simpson did, so. And he was just a football player. And but, if, but if we're actively removing that humanity from them, then we're part of that problem. Yeah, we are. So why not try to change the conversation a little bit? And starting with these stupid-ass TikToks are fucking dumb. <laughs> and tell the kids, that's just fucking dumb. And it was full circle. Fuck them kids and their TikTok. Fuck them kids, bro. Fuck them kids. That has been my motto all 2022. It's going to be my motto until about 2028 when when Charlie can stay at the house by herself. Fuck them kids. Uh, the NFL, Jordan. is a scary, scary place. Bruh, if you don't watch football, we need to tell y'all a story about a Monday night football game. <laughs> Where a man, a, a strong safety by the name of Damar Hamlin, right? Damar Hamlin passes out. No, died. D- basically died. He basically died on the field. Uh, they had to resuscitate him back to fucking life. Twice. All on live TV. Uh, if you didn't see the video on your timeline, good for you. Uh, if you are into football, it is some of the scariest shit you ever see in your life. It's not like this was a hit that could have caused that kind of reaction from him. It was a freak accident. Apparently, the this plate hit his chest in the middle of a heartbeat. Boom, cardiac arrest. This man, it, they just canceled the game. No more football. Uh, and... My phone's blowing up with people who did play football and people who enjoy watching it. Like, I have never seen nothing crazier in my fucking life. Yeah, it was so scary. And that was a nail in the coffin. I'm not, unless my kid is like dead set, I don't want my kid to play football. But you know what's crazy is, over the years, we've constantly, there's every season there's a high school kid that dies during... Two a days, two a days yeah. or just regular season. Mm-hmm. And it's always like a freak accident, but there's always been death in football, but we've never seen it live on camera. Yeah, it's one thing to just hear about it, mm-hmm. but for the nation to see that shit, mm-hmm. and this is like the the prime athlete in this prime age finally getting his opportunity. As far as we know, and he knows no congenital defects or anything yeah. like that, like no pre- diagnoses that had anything to do with like heart failure or anything like that or even a week yeah and and what was coming out about him afterwards like you know they were doing they ended up doing a special about him uh, previously i guess i never seen but this was a good kid from the pittsburgh area that uh like took his opportunity and gave back to his community and was uh, I guess his mom worked at like a, a student outreach center or some something like that, and he was like one of the main guys there, like volunteering any opportunity he could. So somebody who who's that pure of heart to fuck around and die damn near and to get resuscitated. But good news, he's 
He got flown back to Buffalo. Yeah, he's been discharged from the hospital. Yeah, because originally he's he was up. in Cincinnati. Yeah, and uh, he's able to, you know, speak and... He's been uh, tweeting up a storm. Yeah, man. And what was crazy to me, because he had like a foundation, and I think he had like a GoFundMe or something for the foundation. And after this hit, like, he was getting... I don't know where it stopped at, but that man was getting money. People <laughs> made sure that the Hamlin Foundation was... Uh, Going to get fucking paid. And he actually has a really cool merch line coming out of it now, too. Because um, before he could speak, he was they weren't sure if he was going to have any brain function or anything after you've been out with no oxygen for Mm -hmm. that long. You never know how someone's going to come back from that. So before they um, took the tubes out, he could write messages first. And one of the first messages he asked was, did we win? Right. And that's his T-shirt slur. Ah. And there's like a Buffalo version, there's a Sensi version, there's like a mutual version, there's a his foundation version. I think all the proceeds are going to something specific. I, I fucks with that. Yeah, it was cool. Uh eight point seven million dollars which is this was just the toy foundation for his toy drive, I mean. He can buy the nation toys right now. <laughs> Every kid get a toy. Charlie gonna fuck around and get a Buffalo Bills toy in the mail. I will be confused. Yeah, um They they canceled the game though. Uh, there was a rumor going around that the NFL was like, hey, y'all got five minutes to prep, get back on the field. The coach said, fuck no. But now it's coming out that that never actually happened. Yeah, that was never a thing. And yeah. everyone everyone has been extremely complimentary of each other. Mm-hmm. Like ESPN has been complimentary of the NFL. The NFL has been complimentary of how the teams handle it. The teams have been complimentary of how other people – like everybody has said that they didn't feel like anybody had ill intentions. All they were concerned for was was he okay and was everyone around him okay? And you know what's the next step after that? Mm-hmm. And no one was considering continuing with the game. Yeah, because if I'm one of those players, you got me fucked up. I'm not playing. Yeah, the count me out. The videos of like Josh Allen and like yeah. Stephon Diggs, they look so shell shocked. It's terrifying. Yeah. Like, in the, the immediate moment. And even, like, watching NFL now, like, it's still, like, uh, When uh, it can happen in any yeah, moment. Uh, oh, shit. And then the other crazy part that we talked about is that stadium is cursed. Yep. Some of the most horrific accidents within the last decade of the NFL have been in that stadium. Yep. I was, uh, my barber was talking to me, and he was, like, I, the, he, I guess he looked up some of the, like, craziest hits. And he was, like, what's crazy is the Bengals are the culprits of the majority of the hits because uh, the A-B hit that damn that, that turned him to a new person. <laughs> Literally. The, uh, Ryan uh, Shazier. Yeah, Shazier was the fucking Bengals. Turned into a noodle. Yeah, but I think they were the, the original uh, bounty gate. I think they started it and then the Saints caught it. I don't know what that means. Bounty gate, uh, where the defensive coordinator was giving people like thousands of dollars for injuring other players. Oh. The Saints caught the, the tail end of it. Oh. I think the Bengals were a part of the bounty gate yeah. too. Well, and that was also at the time when they had perfect. And so mm-hmm. oh, yeah. that motherfucker was crazy. Yeah. So anyway, and yeah. then that was also when Mason Rudolph took the helmet to the head mm-hmm. and that was in Cincy. I'm pretty sure. Cincinnati is a crazy place, but if I stay in Cincinnati, I would be that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, we didn't need Accidents to tell us that, that yeah, stadium is yeah. cursed. It's in Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I rode past and I was like, this shit sucks. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. And then I got to Louisville and then it really sucked. Like Louisville, Cincinnati, all that. 10 out of 10, do not recommend. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 
Do not. <laughs> but yeah, would not recommend. Would not. Would not. Should not. Could not. But yeah, so the conversation now is is football a viable sport? It's Ow. not going to put a dent in in football, American no. football. Let's be no real. But it did start a conversation there for a little bit of a lot of people that don't fucking watch football. Like, see, motherfuckers. Like, had opinions, right? And the reality is, and it's something that we talk about a lot now, is that these athletes that we're creating through the science and the research that we're doing are literal superhumans. Like, Mm -hmm. they didn't exist before now. Humans and the ability to push and build a body to what we can do now but through strength conditioning training and through the sports science that we where we're at has never existed at this level before before it would be like the occasional one-off super freak mutant (laughs) genetic genetically superior two people in the entire league and the occasional big motherfucker who was came from cornstalk directly Mm -hmm. but now we can literally through hard work and determination and possibly the right drugs and the correct nutrition and the correct fitness plan are building entire teams of superhumans that are running at each other full speed like mac trucks and just watching it happen and the the question is is we're building these bodies for this, but are these bodies ever meant to take on these kinds of repetitive impacts over and over and over again? I think uh, the human, the the science part of it for the human side, it's like at a level eight. I think the the equipment we have is probably like at a 7.5. Mm. I think if we can get the equipment up to like an eight and a half mm-hmm. and keep our athletes at an eight, mm-hmm. I think we'll be off in a better place. And the other thing that needs to catch up is the psych. And not mm-hmm. just the psych for the players and, you know, CTE, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the coaches and mm-hmm. reforming the school of thought that they're all from. Because football is the last frontier of can you hurt more? It's the mm-hmm. last frontier of you're being weak, like the old idea of like what constitutes a man, blah, 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 blah. And like, I'm not like supreme feminist enough to be like detest like macho-ness, but the reality is, is that some of the mentalities that we grew up on are not okay. General racial curses are a thing. And like some of the things that we were told like growing up, like, I don't know. Yet targeting had to be invented for a reason as a call. And there are definitely people out there that still think that targeting is a bullshit rule and should never exist. Mm. And without it, we would have seen a lot more of this happening before this. And there's research to prove it. Well, even earlier this year, just looking at Tua and the uh, Tua Tonga Vailoa and the games that he also played back happened in Cincinnati. Oh, shit, it did? Yes. Damn. <laughs> I even damn. Uh, so if you didn't see that, Tua is a quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, he gets a concussion, but they clear him to play the next week. He takes a lick. This man is trying to walk back to the huddle and just wobbly wobbly falls the fuck out. And then goes into like a semi state of paralysis almost for a yeah. second too. That was the really sketchy part about it. Is his muscles had seized up, not like a seizure, but seizure-esque mm-hmm. and so everybody was like oh 
wait a minute. I mean, yeah. when you've seen someone knock out, once they're knocked out, like all their nerves, their nervous system is like in shock. We, that, this, all has happened in this season. Yeah. That is, they really fucking each other up. That's what I'm saying. And that's, that's why the conversation is, is getting a little more yeah. real. Fuck it. Let's, let's put the athletes in some VR headsets and have them play VR. Fuck it. Because as long as my Eagles win, um, which is the next thing I want to say, we win in the Super Bowl. Y'all not it, winning the Super Bowl, A. But B, Mike Tomlin has yet another winning season under his belt. Hey, man. That and brother. we can all agree that the Cowboys are going to choke again. Yes. Yes. And we were believers at first. We For, th- for, for a, a second. second. For a second. <laughs> I, I thought they had it. <laughs> but and what did Dak do? He looked over to his left. He put on his Tony Romo jersey and said, hold my beer and start playing like Romo. <laughs> I applaud it. But we'll see what happens this week. Yeah, man. Uh, we're not playing this week. You know, we get to buy it. But uh, my wife told me if we make the NFC Championship game, she's going to take me okay. to Philly. So I all we got to do happening. is beat the Giants. I and can then see I'm that happening. Yeah. But y'all not winning the Super Bowl. If, if we win, if we get to the Super Bowl. That's all right, cause that man right there, he can he can win it, and I wouldn't even be upset. Just as long as the Cowboys don't win, fuck them. How much do you follow Scientology? Enough. Enough. So, are you familiar with Shelley Miscavige? No. I've also heard people pronounce it Miscavige, but if you listen to podcasts or watch videos, they all say Miscavige. So, Jared Carmichael, host of the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. And he's known for saying some controversial things from time to time, which the Golden Globes love. They've had Ricky Gervais be the fucking host for like 17 times. So, knew he was going to say some crazy shit. But he did a bit where he came up there like juggling three Golden Globe Awards. And he was like, he made a joke about like, these are Tom Cruise's return Golden Globes. And everybody kind of laughed. And then he said, but you know... I'm only up here for a short time, and who knows if I'll ever get this opportunity again. So I would like to propose, make a proposal. I'll return these three Golden Globes for the safe return of Shelly Miscavige. Mm. And when I say the room's reaction almost made me believe in the Illuminati for a second, and I'm further deeper into the Scientology conspiracy theory. So if you don't know... There's a lot to talk about, so there's only so much I can talk about here. But um, I obviously follow Leah Remini, and she had her show on AMC or A&E <coughs> about <coughs> escaping Scientology. She was raised a Scientologist, became an adult Scientologist, was fully wrapped up in all of everything, and then um, questioned one thing about how people were being treated and was pushed out. And then has documented all the things that happened to her. And Scientology has launched multiple, multiple um, websites and statements and lawsuits to shut her up. In a manner where it's like, okay, who are you trying to convince? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kind of a thing. And one of the multiple things that she brings up all the time, because she states all the time, this is a cult and it's very dangerous. It's not like a funny, funny thing. And it's not like just Tom Cruise jumping off couches being funny. Like people are losing their lives losing their livelihood, giving all of their money and everything away, losing their mental health, and either being tortured, being put in um, essentially labor camps, um, or dying. So with that being said, 
Shelly Miscavige is the wife of a high up member of Scientology. Um, she's originally from Dallas, actually. And she hasn't been seen alive, physically, no proof, since 2007. She did. So no one can state where she is one way or another. There have been people that have said they have seen her, but there's been no pictures and no videos. And supposedly, what those that have gotten out believe is that she questioned too many things, and she is either dead or she's being held against her will whether it be in some people think that she's at a Sea Org organization, which Sea Org is their like God army. <laughs> it's the best way I can describe it. Um, and it's just one of the places where they launder a lot of their money and they have so <laughs> there's like too much to go over, but you there's plenty of like resources that you can look up, but like they have a boat that like travels around the world where supposedly they do most of their illegal shit. It's like a like a giant like cruise ship kind of a thing, like a floating city kind of a thing and um they stay in international waters because then they don't have to follow any national laws so they can do sketchy ass shit on this boat Mm -hmm. and then they have different things within america and supposedly some people think that she is at like a camp in in california but she's like being held against her will and has been for over a decade now (laughs) you said since 2007 2007 that's 21 years bro two decades 21 Seven, fourteen. Plus twenty one is twenty eight, and it's two thousand twenty three. That's fifteen dog. years. <laughs> I don't know where in the fuck the math of twenty. As he was talking, I was doing the math, and that math didn't math properly. Ooh, That's fifteen years. Public school, public school. It's it's eleven o'clock. Don't judge me. <laughs> so, anyway, with that being said, <laughs> um. What Leah has alluded to and a lot of other people have alluded to is that there's a lot of celebrities who know what goes on in Scientology but choose not to, like, be honest about it. When Jared made that joke, to me, he made the Tom Cruise joke, kind of corny, Scientology, haha, it's an award show type of a joke. Then he made the following joke after that, and I was like, ha, that's kind of funny-er, but it's still a joke. But when I say the whole room was stunned into, like, silence almost, and then there was, like, nervous giggling afterwards, I was truly shocked by how that was received in the room. Because to me, a lot of people kind of treat it like it's not real because most of the stuff that happens with Scientology is, like, not real. And Scientology puts out all of these statements about how the accusations against them are complete fabrications and it's just people looking for clout, mm-hmm. which could be a possibility because it, it makes you wonder how a tax-exempt organization could get away with all of this for this long. But FLDS has also gotten away with some of these things for this long. Very true. Yada, yada, yada. Um, I don't know. If you want to look up that clip, I shared it to my stories. I was just really shocked by how people reacted to that. Um, it was also kind of a wild thing to do just in the middle of the Golden Globes, but I'm not I'm not shocked that Jared Carmichael would take that, that opportunity to do something like that. If Carmichael ends up dead in the next 72 hours, we know why. Yeah. Uh, if he has a mysteri- mysterious like suicide or whatever the fuck, this is why because he's pushing the wrong fucking buttons, and it's not like most people in in the entertainment industry have at least a third degree of separation to Scientology. So what probably happened was he said this shit, and everybody was like, "Too real." Yeah, we know where the fuck she at. Or I I heard that story or whatever the fuck. Um. Yeah, 
But Scientology is a cult, just like the FLDS is a cult, and a lot of other shit is going on. But I like to like listen to last podcast, right? And uh, they talk about these cults in the past tense of like, um, what's the one that got burnt in Fort Worth? Fort Worth. I mean, uh, Waco. Waco, yeah. Um, that was a split off of, I can't think of what it's called right now. Our Latter-day Saints are any of these, not Latter-day Saints, uh, the Hidden Temple, all these <laughs> bullshit people. My cult that's starting up in 2024. Holiday. I forgot about that. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, they talk about it in the past tense and you, they ignore the fact of like all of this shit built up to this point, like. It, it rolls until it didn't. So what Scientology is still doing is rising. It, enough people haven't came up and spoke against it. The proof hasn't been found. Mm-hmm. So once when they start finding the bodies, literally, that's when shit's going to hit the fan. But until then, everybody can just speculate. <laughs> and that's the crazy thing about it is like, I don't really give into conspiracy theories too often. I don't really give a shit about most of them. But it gets to, this is one of those things where I'm like, this is really happening under our nose. I'm like, no one cares. And literally the FBI has tried and cannot pin shit on the Scientology. Because there's so much money into it that they find their way to buy their way out of most situations to where they just get away with with things. And it's nuts. That's where most cults fail, is money. Mm -hmm. And Scientology is not just getting money. They're getting movie star money. Mm-hmm. They got enough fuck you money to get rid of the FBI and any kind of forensics that's coming on. Like, nah, we can wash this shit away. And they will continue to wash it away till like the Tom Cruise speak out or uh, anybody else that's like actually one of the like high up uh, money bags. Because Tom Cruise is just a regular motherfucker that I'm pretty sure. But as soon as he come out, be like, nah, this is what I've seen. But it's not going to happen. No, and it's wild. And it is one of the things that's funny, too, is, like, I've watched a couple of things and listened to Leah Remini's podcast, too, and, like, to see all of her celebrity friends completely turn on her whenever she was like, yeah, so I I figured it out, and, like, Scientology ain't it, and folks, like, just absolutely blacklisted her. That was so wild. Yeah, man. Bitch, you out the cool club. (laughs) Get the fuck out. But y'all can bring me in. I'll give I'll give Scientology 15%. <coughs> they expect more. Oh, no. It's the Mormon church that's 10%, but they expect more. I mean, you're supposed to give Jesus 10, right? You know what I'm saying? So I get that. Now, now let's say I get 100 Yeah, but Christianity lets you report if you, if you want to do 10%. You get to decide what 10% is. The Mormon church is hacked into your salary. Ooh. They know what your shit is. And if you're not giving it, they're there on your doorstep. Damn. Your bishop knows. How you doing there, brother? <laughs> it seems that you gave us 9%. We gonna need that one. Maybe I'll have more of this for y'all going forward. I Part of my YouTube, everything outside of K-pop, <laughs> watching K-pop videos, is um, fundamental religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and like all of the dark underbelly of that i watch a, a channel called fundy fridays and a channel called jordan mckay your favorite apostates and i've talked about this before mm-hmm. um and i just find it fascinating and i can't stop watching it hey man we we all got our shit you know what i'm saying and you trying to figure out how to start your cult maybe we can do a cult clash i don't i don't want to be a part of that that was your dream you, you get to have that by yourself 
We supposed to be. I want to run a brothel, and if the brothel is a part of your cult, then I'm in. Okay, okay, that that can happen. (laughs) That can happen, because fucking is definitely a corner of the Rigsby cult. Stone cornerstone. No, just a corner. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be a corner of the bed. (laughs) Not a tenant, but a ten. Yeah. uh, What else do we want to discuss? Um, speaking of celebrities not being human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you see the video of Janet Jackson saying she never <laughs> heard I did of see that. or had hot Cheetos before? Didn't even know what they were. I did see that, and that actually proves goes to your point. But do you think she was for real? Yes, I I think once when you get rich enough, real life does not affect you at all. <laughs> you did say that already once today. Little Wayne has said this in multiple interviews, like on the codeine, off the codeine, whatever. They'll ask him <laughs> regular questions, like he did a drink champs, and uh, they asked him TDE or uh, oh. <laughs> or I forgot the other music group, and I he was that. like, I don't know either one of them. How <laughs> are you one of the <laughs> most influential rappers that ever existed, and you don't know the people that preceded you? <laughs> So I could see how Janet Jackson they didn't precede him. They came after him. <laughs> they came after him. Anyways, so yeah, I could see Janet Jackson just not knowing what chips are. And then the man said, "They're like Cheetos with hot sauce on them." And that <laughs> pissed me off too, because that's the not what a worst hot Cheeto description of it ever. So I bet those are good. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine if Michael Jackson was still around. He wouldn't know what none of this shit is going Absolutely on. Absolutely not. You, whatsoever. You live in your bubble. You don't even use your phone, really. No, you, you wouldn't have a phone. Yeah. You would not have social media. They by any email media. each other. That's the only way they communicate with each other. And then they just frolic around in their gardens and shit. That, yeah. yeah. That's some <laughs> dope shit. And then she said, you got to get some before you leave Atlanta. Like, it was an Atlanta delicacy. Right. <laughs> God damn, man. I need to get that rich <laughs> to where you ain't got to pay attention. Oblivious. Yes. Be like, did you hear about the Super Bowl? Be like, what Super Bowl? <laughs> People play football still? I need to get do that you, rich. Do you prefer chicken or beef flavor? Flavor what? <laughs> 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 flavor, what do you mean? Tacos? <laughs> Flavor. I haven't had a taco in like a year. <laughs> they took me to this really cool spot one time. And the dancers were so crazy. <laughs> I I need to get that rich. Every every other month, the mega millions get to a billion. So I just need to catch one of them shit <laughs> and then leave y'all forever. I'll be doing you mad as a meme from the moon. <laughs> Fuck everything. Speaking of, we're going to get to K-pop quarter one of these days, but there's a K-pop artist that is now booked on one of the flights to space. Uh, if I had the money, I'm taking my ass up there. <laughs> I need to see if the earth was round or not. <laughs> I need to end all be all, figure this shit out, Whatever. come back and report it to B.O.B. and Kyrie Irving to get them on the right track. If you come and tell them anything else, they're going to be like, brother... They got you too. But like, nigga, I was on a plane. <laughs> they took me up there. I started floating. You really thought you was in space? That was a part of the simulation, that huh, brother? That was a whole projection on the window. Oh, man. The All whole... they did was put you in a in a car and spun you around <laughs> in circles and let you feel the G-force. My brother. <laughs> wake up. Yeah, I ain't got time. I lose interest in that conversation <laughs> real quick. I'm like, you know what? 
I believe what I believe. You can believe what you believe. That's all I'm saying, brother. I'm a holla at you. <laughs> Grand rising in this bitch. <laughs> all right, Jordan, wrap us up. All right, so today we discuss the limits of human nature. Q, why, why? Tell them that it's human nature. <laughs> just play, just play. I'm not done. Uh, with one of those mysteries being oh, the location shit. of Shelly Miscavige. And you know, I think I might have a solution into finding her. I think that we should appeal to the capitalist sensibilities of Sea Org and send in our boy Keith Lee to do a review of the calf. Bruh. And they'll never be able to resist the clout. Bruh. Goddamn. Send in Keith Lee. Have him. Jordan... Chef's kiss. <laughs> nice way to wrap us up. Full circle moment. I'm fucking with it. Uh, yeah, we... Listen, y'all. I know y'all done heard this excuse <laughs> plenty of times. But look, we are making efforts. So even if we can't make the episode work, we can still give y'all some content for the week. Keep y'all updated and still in the loop. We don't want to leave y'all hanging. That's why y'all don't be fucking with us. Because we be leaving y'all hanging. We'll hit it and then we ain't going to call you till we get drunk. Five months later. That ain't that ain't right. We're going to do right by y'all this time. We promise. We'll put a ring on it if we have to. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, whatever y'all do out here in these streets. Just don't be the next meme. Holla. Deuces. <laughs>